Back to conversations about Kelly Vaught, this time with Colton Vaught and my old friend, Matthew Voiles. DaleWileyShow.com We're here. You got us both okay. together. You got us both well, together. It's a party now. <laughs> so anyway, just like with Brian Herman last week, I just thought it'd be fun to get together and tell Kelly Vaught's stories. And so, Matthew, you have the floor. Oh, gosh, Dale, thanks. Uh, it's a pleasure to uh, to meet you, Colton, uh, even over on the phone. Um, it, it's truly a pleasure of mine, and I appreciate the opportunity. And so, you know, in the interest of time, because any, any time you're talking about Kelly, it could take a long time, right? There's plenty to talk about. Yeah. And, uh, and and I tell you, I really enjoyed um, listening to the podcast with, with Brian earlier, and it, and it brought back so many things. And so, um, you know, I could just share – I'll try to keep my, my thoughts succinct, but, um, you know, growing up uh, in Crane, there's two places I spent most of my, my uh, childhood up through probably sixth grade, and, and, and that was at your place, Dale – and at Kelly's house. <laughs> I, I, I spent more time at those two places than I did my own house, I'm pretty sure. So, um, uh, gosh, you know, so, you know, one story I have to go back to because it's so funny to tell over and over is is the uh, the one with the, um, you know, the, the our, our, uh, our neighbor for a short time. I that lived with the with the buried uh, wrestling magazine incident. <laughs> that, that was incredible, and I know you can tell it better than I told it last week. That's Greg Chung was his name. Yeah, Greg, and the, and the funny part about all that was back in those days, you know, before uh, wrestling became family entertainment, right? That was back in the days we had the the uh, the razor blades uh, tucked right, in. Right. Exactly. That was the issue, right? Because all the magazines, you know, it's either Terry Funk bleeding all over the place or just, <laughs> you know, and it was, it was pretty bad. And I think that was the main uh, objection to, to Greg's mom with the, with the magazine at that time. But, man, that was funny. That was a good time. That, that's so funny you say that. That's so funny you say that because that blows my mind when uh, we talk about it because dad's favorite part, dad was the complete polar opposite. I kind of see it when he raised me now, how he's kind of a renegade and all that type. Dad would call me in there when there was first blood matches and stuff like that when I was younger because <laughs> he wanted me to watch them. It, it blew my mind. He, he always talked about those wrestlers that could just do the hardcore match and how people love to watch them. So that's hilarious. Well, and, you know, it's just so funny because it was such an interesting endeavor, you know, because I'm pretty sure that there have not been any Korean residents in Crane, and certainly none that I knew of before this. And so, anyway, you had the Korean stepfather, what was it, Ho, Ho, Ho Chung, I guess. And then you had the stepson, and... You know, Ho was a very powerful guy. Our neighbor Pete liked him very much. But I so remember that he one day, he took a telephone pole and picked it up by himself. And so then for his mom to be unlike the violence so much that she would 
take a bag full of images of wrestling and burn it in the yard. And that's what she did. I think, you know, <laughs> really crazy. I, I find it funny. I find it so funny. That story is one of my favorites of all time. I love it. And so anyway, what are your memories of, of Kelly, Matthew? Oh, gosh, there's a ton. I, I'll stick with, um, you know, I'll stick with the with the wrestling for a bit, if I may. So, sure. you know, a lot of times I would I would stay the night at, uh, with Kelly, and a big part of, of what we do, staying up late, I think maybe on like a Saturday night, and I don't know how much he talked about this, but this was back when wrestling was still very regional, right? And so, you know, it'd come on like at, I'd say late, it was like 10, 10.30 at night, and I remember we would stay up and we would play. Um, he had an Odyssey video game. He's the only person I knew that had this game system. And we'd play this game called Casey Munchkin, which was a knockoff of Pac-Man. And so we'd play that until the wrestling would come on, right? And so we'd watch this, you know, mid-Atlantic wrestling. It was all this local stuff. And uh, and one of the things we'd always wait for was they would always make the announcement of of where the where the matches were coming, right, and what right. towns and dates and things of that nature. And so back in the day, they'd they'd come to Springfield at the Shrine Mosque every once in a while. <laughs> and Kelly and I'd get so excited, right? So we'd get pumped up and find out who the main event was and all that kind of stuff. And so. And those matches were always on a Wednesday night. Now, my dad at the time was a, a country preacher there at Shelton Church of Christ there outside of Crane, and, and church was on Wednesday night, and, and I had to go. But once I saw it come up on the on the show, you know, I was pleading my case, you know, oh, to, to not go to church, you know, because um, it would always be uh, Kenny and uh, and some of his buddies that would take us, yeah. right? Yeah. And it was just great. It was absolutely great. And one of the, you know, one of the funny stories with that is uh, now I've I've been on some long rides, right? I've, I've I've actually, you know, I've driven, I've been on a ride from from north of Baghdad all the way to you know um, southern Kuwait. Okay. But the ride one time with Kelly going to the Shrine Mosque on a Wednesday night in the back seat. And I think it was Blaine Hembry was his name. I was gonna say, yes. We were in the back seat and I think they call this man spreading this day, but back then it was just he sat with his legs so far apart and he crushed Kelly and I in the back seat of the corner of that car the whole way. I mean he sat in the middle and just literally just <laughs> we were just crunched back there literally the whole Entire way, so it was, it was one. It was one drive I'll never forget. But we used to have such a great time uh, going to those matches, and we really we saw some of the greats. There was a lot of local folks, um, like this guy named Ron McFarlane, and he would walk around with his chair with a bullseye on it, you know, and right. hit people, stuff like that. Um, or their cool tag team at that time. They kind of went on to become a little bit bigger stars. Uh, that was uh, Ricky Morton and Eddie Gilbert, you know. And oh, yeah. I think I got a picture of those guys somewhere. Um, but we got to see Andre the Giant there, right? And that was pretty pretty special. Um, and that was back in the day where you could walk, like, you know, walk right up to the wrestlers, you know. So Andre seemed huge. 
And uh, and and his main event was against uh, Jimmy Superfly Snuka. So could you imagine? Oh man! <laughs> you know that was incredible. We saw Ric Flair there, so you know we had there was a lot of great memories going back um, uh, with it when it comes to wrestling. And uh, wasn't it true that the story I always heard was that Blaine Embry was disqualified from the same mosque at times because nobody doesn't care? Is that right? Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. It's, it's so much. You have to use to get kicked out of wrestling. That's exactly. Exactly. I was going to continue on to that story, Matthew. So my dad told me a story probably about a couple months before he passed away about a wrestling event he went to at the Shrine Mosque. He said he went to a couple. Uh, but the one he told me about specifically, he didn't go into great detail about. And then after he passed away, my uncle came up to me and he said, I have to tell you a story about the time <laughs> that your grandpa knew he didn't want to go. Papa Kenny didn't want to take, uh, he didn't want to take my dad and one of his friends, I don't know if it was you, Matthew, to the Shrine Mosque because he knew how wild you guys were when you guys went there. And I guess this <laughs> other guy as well, Blaine or whoever. And he's like, I just don't want to go. And so he sent my uncle Tony, then Tony okay. Neal. He just sent Tony with him, and Tony would have been younger at the time. And he basically just sent like a twenty, probably probably about my age right now, twenty four year old to watch over these kids at a pro wrestling event. And <laughs> I guess he said Tony had to take him out when the Iron Sheik or somebody came out because these kids were losing it. I mean, Kelly. I don't know if it was you, Matthew, and people were over the rail. He said he had to walk out. He was so embarrassed and just scared that these kids were going to get him beat up. Just from <laughs> they, them going crazy when all these wrestlers were coming out of the Shrine Mosque. And I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. There was this Iron Sheik type in, uh, villain character named Skandar Akbar. And, and this guy had the part down. So he was kind of the same role. So that might have been me. I, I don't remember. It was, a long time ago, but uh, I definitely remember um, those characters and, and the time going there, and it was it was it was definitely a special time. You know, so actually, awesome. talking about this stuff makes me think of another person we need to talk to, which is Shannon Chastain. Ooh! Green <laughs> up? You think he'd be good? No, he'd be good. He'd be golden. <laughs> Another one of these really funny guys who definitely will remember all the stuff that Kelly did. You know, Chris the Crusher Vought, I mean, he was, you know, there's always interesting stories. I need a better nickname. Y'all got to give me a nickname like those. Have. That's why That's why I'm not big, big yet, is because I don't have one of those cool nicknames y'all had when wrestling. Well, happened. this is, you know, there was, you know, Matthew was always White Thunder, and that was the main And Big Red. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember what we had some all kinds of names back in our wrestling names back in those days. There was a Mad Dog Matt. I know. I think that was Matt Chastain. Was yeah. that Matt Chastain? There was Mad Dog Matt. There was Lunatic Lindsay, which was my aunt Lindsay. Uh, dang, I'm trying to think of some other ones. There, there's so many. I got the magazine well, somewhere. I got to pull it out. Either White Thunder or. Big Red. White Thunder's good. That's like a luchador name right there. Well, this is Bennett. The teacher was the one that came up with that name, Big Red. (laughs) I can dig it. 
I, I got to share one one funny story that that stands out with Kelly was uh, I remember this in in elementary school and Dale I don't know if you remember this but you know Kelly was was never an instigator of anything right so <laughs> but I remember like before it got too cold um, he would get a uh, he would get like a grasshopper and this is you know. Uh, uh, any grasshopper protection uh, groups out there is not going to be good. But, but I don't know if he told you a story, but he'd get a grasshopper like on a bus and he'd show all the little kids, right? And then he would, he you know, kind of do this little trick and flick the head off of the gra- grasshopper and but act like he ate it, you know, like an Ozzy Osbourne kind of thing. And the kids would just like freak out, and I just remember how funny that was. Uh, he, you know, he he had them uh, completely snowed over, thinking he bit the head off of a grasshopper and ate it. It was hilarious. You know, the bus rides, you know, with Bob Metcalf driving the bus. I mean, you know, it was just a different time. And uh, that was his stage. What's that? I was like, that was his stage, those buses, man. He he felt like he was the center of attention. He talked about how he always – he never told me stories in detail, so that was fun to hear, Matthew, but he always talked about how he caused trouble on buses. He never told me how. He just said he was crazy on the bus. He he, he was. He was. And, you know, the, now I was – you know, I'm I'm a little bit more of an introvert than Kelly was, which was great because you could always just stand back and watch Kelly and just laugh at anything he did. <laughs> And the good part is if I ever had any kind of, a, you know, comment or something that was funny, I never had to say it because I would just tell Kelly, and he was more than glad to pass that along. And So it was great. It worked out really well. <laughs> that, that is hilarious. And so any other thoughts or, you know, what else would you like to say? Oh, gosh, like I said, we could we could go for, you know, <laughs> A long time. Uh, I'll ask you this, Colton. Did, did, did Kelly ever mention who his favorite wrestler was when he was a young kid? His favorite wrestler, uh, one he always quoted that I, I don't know if it was his favorite, but it was his favorite to imitate was uh, Roddy Piper. His promos, dad loved screaming for some reason in that accent more than anything. I don't know why, but you could hear dad in the, like, in the bathroom or any time we was out there watching wrestling, Dad's favorite thing to come in from the kitchen or anywhere was just start yelling like Roddy Piper. So I, I would probably say it's Roddy Piper. He really loved Ric Flair. I don't know. He loved people that drew the heat to them instead of going out and finding the heat. I wouldn't call him a babyface lover. He just really loved controversy. So like you said, he was, an, he was never the one to be the instigator, but I mean, he was all about it. Drama drew him in. Absolutely, and I and I, I believe that I do, I definitely remember he could do a really good Ric Flair uh, imitation <laughs> when we were all acting up. Um, and if you see in any of the magazines a wrestler, if if any of the nicknames was Wildfire, one of his uh, one of his early favorite wrestlers was a guy named Tommy Wildfire Rich. I think it was just a matter of time. Uh, I think it was about the time we were watching it, and, and Tommy Rich was on those channels, and he actually uh, defeated Ric Flair once for the for the title, and then oh. uh, then lost it like you know five days later to Harley Race right. or something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember that was one of his favorites. Well, and wasn't it cool that Harley Race is the guy that trained Colton? Talking about other cool names from the past. 
Har- Harley was one of the coolest guys I ever met. Harley was insane. I, I, I still can't get over meeting Harley. That is literally like meeting an, an icon, hearing him talk about Ric Flair and all them. Oh, it blows my mind. That's, yeah, I'm still on. That's super cool. <laughs> anyway, that was just, I loved all this stuff. And again, it's just awesome to sit down and get to talk about Kelly. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so many stories to tell. Um, just, just as you mentioned before, one of the few people I know in my life that I've met that just literally just, you know, can make me laugh at the drop of a hat. And, uh, you know, last time I, you know, being away from Missouri for so long and not getting back very often, I think the last uh, significant time I got to see Kelly was at our uh, class reunion. Uh, it would, I don't think we had one this re- most recent time, but before. So it's been, you know, it was 10, 10 or so years ago. And, gosh, just talked to him and, and right off right off the bat, you know, I think the first day, I think I was wearing a hat, like a kind of like a cowboy hat kind of looking thing, and I think he had a cap on. The first thing he asked me was, Take your hat off. He wanted to see if I had a little balding spot in the back. <laughs> it was hilarious, you know. And he, of course, he took his hat off. So, it was, you know, oh. Kelly is always, always a lot of fun. Always different and always fun. And whatever you knew, you knew you were going to laugh. That that is for sure. <laughs> so anyway, it was it was great to get to talk to you and. Colton, please remind them where they can go to find you online. Right now online, you can just go to Facebook right now. Go to my Facebook page. Me, I'm currently got a site. We're about to launch it up. We got the domain name and everything. It's just going to be coldlot.com. Oh, yeah, baby. We about, to, we about to fill it up with some podcast work and some other things. You can, all your wrestling needs and all your Colton Vought needs can get fulfilled at coltonvot.com when it's launched. But for right now, just go to the Facebook page. Colton Theron Bot or the personal page Colton Bot at Facebook.com. That's just wonderful. Listen to that promo skill. I'm just telling Ray, you. Ray, right, right. Hey, by Harley Race. Matthew, I also wanted to thank you so much for coming on. It was so good to talk to you. I love I loved when Dale has me on. He's, he's put me up for a great platform to talk to everybody, and I love every bit of it. Thank you so much, Dale. Thank you so right. much. As thank you, much, Matthew. Matthew. Yeah, no, it, it, it's my pleasure. And, uh, you got a fan here, Colton, and I wish you the best of luck. And, you know, just keep being that limousine riding, jet flying, kiss dealing, wheeling dealing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 gun. Yes, right. sir. Talk to you later. Uh, all right, guys. Take care. See you, Matt. God bless. Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye. DaleWileyShow.com.